Welcome back to Typically Unique. I'm Kim Aponte, and I'm here with my husband, Carlos. Hello. And on today's episode, um, well, when we left off with our timeline, um, we are back in the hospital because Aiden has relapsed. And if you or a loved one have ever battled cancer, you know that's your greatest fear and now that that has happened, we are just terrified. And in this sixth round of treatment um, to try to get him back into remission. Yeah, we you know had a little break there. We thought everything was going the right way. We had a little blip in his counts and we thought, oh, it's just a blip. You know, nothing like this is gonna happen. And yeah, we found out the the bad news. So yeah, um, we should know it's never just a blip. Yeah, it yeah, was never just a blip. We've learned that lesson too many too many times in a row. But um, yeah, you know this is so we did the first five rounds. Now we're going back to a similar type of chemotherapy, maybe a little bit different, but mm-hmm. only one round. Yep. And then from that, we hope to um, get him in some type of a remission so we can do a bone marrow transplant. Right. And what does that look like? Like what, what does remission under this circumstance look like? Right. So the doctors know now that he has relapsed, he has to have a bone marrow transplant. Like they have to do that. So you have to get uh, no evidence of disease. You have to uh, get rid of the cancer so that they can do a bone marrow transplant. So that's where we are at. All right. Well, let's hop right into it then. And this is January 6th, 2012, and day 24, we've been in the hospital. So we've been in the hospital. He's been getting chemo. I can't believe it's been five days since I wrote something. Aiden continues to be in good spirits, and the past two days he has been out of his room all day playing video games. Today, a volunteer from one of the local salons came in and shaved Aiden's head because his hair was falling out and it was everywhere. Aiden feels so much better now that he doesn't have itchy hair all over him. Aiden's eyes are still bothering him and it seems like it is going to stay that way until his counts recover enough to heal them. They are better because he can actually open them and play video games and when it gets to be too painful, he gets some morphine. I asked to speak to the bone marrow transplant nurse today because I have so many questions and I keep forgetting to write them down, so I stole a few minutes today and wrote down what I could remember to ask. She came to see me later in the day and I found out, one, they have contacted the donors to tell them that they are matches and would they submit more blood for further testing. They have to wait to make sure that the centers from where the donors are from will participate in his study. So that was number two, and most of those centers do. Number three, they don't know where the donors are from, or at least she wouldn't tell me. I'll keep asking. Number four, Aiden will not be able to smell or taste the marrow when he gets the transplant. I didn't even know that was a thing. This was a concern because if you use frozen marrow, the preservative stinks like garlic and tastes like cream corn. Yuck. Number five, we will get admitted about 10 days before the actual transplant. So at least I have a few more details. And right now, um, Aiden was drinking his fluids and his counts are starting to come up at this point. So he's gone through 
his counts uh, bottoming out at zero, and we've had some blips, but we're still waiting for that big number so that we'll be able to go home. And at this point, it's still 200, right? We have to- Gotta be 200 gotta be to go home. 200 to go home, okay. And I, I think the only thing from, from that entry that you know we talked about is we started to get a little bit more information, right? Started to get a little bit of information about um, what the plan is. So I think once Aiden uh, recovers, then 10 days before he gets the actual transplant, they're gonna to want to bring him back in. So as he's recovering, they're gonna to have to do some things on the other side right. to figure out. And I think we have a little bit more information about that. Right, so, so we get to go home for a little break and uh, you know, we don't know a lot about this bone marrow transplant process. So I keep coming up with questions and cause we just don't know anything. So um, I asked to meet with the bone marrow nurse and the new doctor today. This new doctor is supposed to be working on Aiden's case and we haven't seen her yet, so I was not happy with her. But then she showed up today and I loved her. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? So here is what we learned today. One, the two donors that match Aiden have both agreed to donate and are going through the process of further testing. What a relief. I started crying when the doctor told me that. I always cry when they talk about the donors doing something for us. You can't imagine the desperation you feel and always thinking, are they going to be able to? Um, number two, the donors are both from the same area and will use the same hospital. And the hospital they will use does not participate in the study we wanted to participate in. That is a bummer. Can you believe there were two people from the same place? That's just crazy. We learned that Aiden also had two other matches from centers that might participate in the study, but these matches were not as good. I think they were women and the other two were men. So the doctors are going to go with the matches that are best for Aiden and not do the study. We don't understand why they wouldn't or couldn't participate in the study, but it makes me think that they are in like some other country or Puerto Rico or something, someday we will know, hopefully. The study was just an added bonus, so we are just beside ourselves with happiness that the donors are going forward with the process. I met with the doctors today because I needed to know what kind of timeline they were looking at and to ask them to share that timeline with us. They did say that once we know Aiden's bone marrow test is negative for cancer, they will set a temporary transplant date for four weeks to give to the donor. And then things will move really fast for the donor. The date will be flexible as we will see when we need to be readmitted. We will get to be home for a week or two while the donor is undergoing physical exams, filling out forms, and making arrangements for the actual procedure and hospital stay. Okay, I can't even write about it without crying. When Aiden gets readmitted, it should be 10 days until transplant. So for now, I am enjoying watching him Skype with a couple friends from school on the computer. We will wait for his counts to gradually climb to 200 so we can get out of this hospital for a while. And we will pray for these selfless strangers who are about to save our son's life. Crying again. <laughs> <laughs> I could not, anytime anybody ever mentioned the donor, I would just cry because oh, they were just, they were our hope. 
that was our hope right there. So in this journal entry, you say study a lot. Um, so explain the study. What study are you talking about there? Right. So because Aiden had two good matches, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 right. perfect matches, they would be able to go in further and do tests, do more testing, do further testing to identify even more markers that would make one more compatible, make one more a better match than the other. And then they would choose that one. But right. since they couldn't do the study there, we can't do that. So. Right. So, but it's kind of neat that they had two 10 out of 10 matches and then to maybe give Aiden just a little bit better percentile of, right. you know, this kind of taking and everything working. They were going to try to find which one of these two could be just a little bit better, maybe by some other markers, which we don't know anything about. Um, but it's a study that was ongoing at the time. Maybe there's more uh, information about it today, but it was kind of a thing that they were doing back then. Mm -hmm. Also, um, you know, we of course, singularly focused on, you know, getting Aiden cured of this, but a lot of our conversation, which was always doom and gloom, you know, and how we're going to get things better was about the donors. I think this was a really neat, something neat that was interjected into our lives that we could think about in a positive way. So we really went a lot of back. And just and, so grateful. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, that's unsaid, I think. Yeah. But what, what we were so focused on is trying to figure out who they were, where were they from, yeah. you know, what made them a good match, what what led them mm -hmm. to do this, right? To to put their um, DNA or whatever in the system. Yeah. To, to, to be part of this. To help a perfect stranger. A per, absolutely. And and then we just got this whole thing because they kept teasing, like, are they overseas? Are they in the military? Yeah. You know, are they Hispanic? You know, because that was kind of a big marker early on They for made us. that a big deal at yeah. the beginning. Um, yeah. And it's important to note that again, that they made it perfectly clear to us that the Hispanic population has a hard time finding a match um, in the bone marrow registry. So that that's something that is needed. And even biracially too, right? Yes. Yeah, that was kind of a big mm -hmm. thing. When we did our drive, you know, they were like, you know, hey, bring some of your relatives, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, bring yeah, some of them Puerto Ricans. That. So that's why we kept thinking that. We're like, they've got to be from, you know, a Hispanic right. country, that's a Latin country. Yeah. Um, so I, I also want to, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. um, you know, there were two of them. Right. And they were from the same area. Yeah, that was just crazy that they were from so close of an area. They were using the same hospital or they kept calling it a center, too. So that was interesting. So we were going back and forth like, are they related? Are they twins? Right. Is brothers, it father and brothers? Yeah. You know, father, son, what it could it be? So mm -hmm. I think that was kind of neat. And then we also thought, what what is their process on the other side? What are they going through, right. right? I mean, we know what we're battling on this side. You know, Aiden's battling, we're witness to, but we know what we're going through in all this. But what what is going on on their side and how much are they pulling them from work, you know, or from right. vacation or from military their service, their life, to come in and do this? So I... I I'm curious about the other side. I think still to this day, I'm curious on the other side how that, right. how that works. And it's important to note that uh, when the doctors were talking to us about the transplant, there's two ways that the donor can do it. 
One is they actually go in, like there's a hospital stay, like they were mentioning, and they have to go into the bone marrow, just like when Aiden had all those tests, and retrieve the actual marrow from their bone, bone marrow. Or they could do what is called peripheral, and they just pull it from your blood, your bloodstream, which is less invasive and easier to do but you get the best chance from the actual marrow, which is a harder procedure for the donor. And that's what our doctors were asking for. Mm -hmm. So we knew that was going to be, you know, that's a bigger commitment from that perfect stranger who's going to save our son's life. (laughs) And and before we go on, um, I I guess a couple of things. The other one was there was... um, eight for eight matches but they were women two women that yeah. were eight out of an eight match and then the two men were 10 out of 10 match and the eight out of eight and 10 out of 10 we say perfect match i think it even goes a little bit higher but this was a great result for eight mm-hmm. and eight out of eight and 10 out of 10 they could do the transplant with those numbers but yes. but the women was a little bit maybe they, risque why yeah they said it was better to have the male donor um because they know that there's a complication that's very common after a bone marrow transplant that's called graft versus host disease. So Aiden's body would be the host and the graft is coming from the donor and your body will see that as foreign and fight against it, which will cause inflammation and all kinds of reactions (sighs) with different organs and things like that. So it's, and it comes in different degrees. So you want to try to avoid that as much as possible. So for some reason they said having a male donor would be better. So, and I don't know if that's male male and if you're a female then it's better to have a female donor i i don't know that yeah maybe that's something we'll look up later especially if we get some inquiries about it you know and please interact with us you know Mm -hmm. uh, if you do have some questions about that you know somebody who's going through it uh. yeah i wanted to explain one more thing before i read the next journal entry which is um you know we're still being seen by the oncology department So Aiden's had an oncology cancer doctor this whole entire time. And, um, but we're going to be transferred over to a transplant doctor. So when I mentioned in that previous journal about meeting the new transplant doctor, she's actually new to the whole entire hospital. So, Oh, and we'll get into that uh, maybe a little bit later because we're going to have to assign these people names because, um, uh, there's a lot of people being introduced here, so I mm-hmm. think we've come up with somewhat of a way to do that. But current state, we've been in the hospital 39 days, right, at this point. Um, we're trying to get uh, Aiden to go home. Um, how did we get to go home? What what does that look like, um, mm-hmm. you know, going forward? So so he, he did hit his 200 counts, okay. and we got to go home, and this is day 40, and it was our first morning at home. Oh, well, we were there. <laughs> <laughs> it is nerve-wracking for me to come from the hospital where you have people checking on you constantly uh, to home where you are alone to tend to meds and line flushing. But I know we will get into our own routine with all of that. Just the first night is a mix of relief and anxiety, constantly thinking, did I give him the right meds at the right times? And did we flush the line correctly? And did we do it on time? 
This morning, Carlos and I woke up early and we went in to flush Aiden's lines while he slept. Carlos did this one. I'll let him any time that he can. <laughs> Aiden is used to sleeping through all the poking and prodding. Today's plans are to make pancakes for breakfast, unpack and do laundry, and maybe get to the store for some supplies, then relax at home. Aiden can't go anywhere until his counts get higher. We are supposed to be home for three to four weeks. When we were talking to the team about this, they said, well, we have to coordinate the timeline with the donor too. And you know, people are in the military and overseas and stuff. Hmm, why would they use that as an example? That would be so awesome if the marrow came from a soldier. Aiden would just love that. But who knows? It could have been a random example. I can't really keep guessing. It's driving me crazy. We are just eternally grateful that both donors are agreeing to go through the process to help Aiden, whoever they are. So we are going to enjoy being home and get back into some kind of routine. And before we know it, it will be time to go back. The next few weeks can slow way down. I'll update a few times while we are home because Aiden will be going back for the big bone marrow test to make sure the cancer is gone and have some other tests done to make sure he is healthy for transplant. So explain the big bone marrow test because we've been through about five big bone marrow tests. Why is this the big bone marrow test after we've been through this so much already? Right. This <laughs> is the test that we actually posted a photo the very first time mm -hmm. he had to have it done because we had no idea what that was like. We did not do that for every single one. But as we were reading this, we were like, wow, you know, he had so many of these done. And this is where they actually drill down into your like hip bone and get in there and take a sample um, and look in there to make sure there's no cancer. And I was in the room, like with the picture that we, you were talking about early on, maybe in episode five, we showed that, that picture. So if you want to mm -hmm. go back and take a look at that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> It was so, it wasn't brutal, but it was just rough. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, you know, this is such a rough procedure. And they're kind of moving him around. He's jostling around. And actually, you know, Aiden was kind of a big kid. And he started to wake up during this, you know, while I was sitting right there. I, yeah. And like nurses were running down the hallway to bring some more uh, Twilight or something he was using. I don't know. He wasn't completely knocked out, but... Um, to re-inject him because they weren't finished with the test. And I'm like, man, he's been through this, you know, five times now. And now this big test is going to reveal what? And what are the consequences of this big test? Right. So they have to get him into remission in order. There's no bone marrow transplant if you can't get rid of the cancer. There so like that's step one that we're trying to do. So we're at home. We're going to be going in for this test. And this is number six we mm. figured out yeah. that he has had of this um, test. And they actually started having him go to the operating room to get it done. Thank so goodness. he was put fully <laughs> under. So we didn't have to worry about that trauma yeah. from the first time. So, so, you know, we're at home after this round six was every round got more brutal is the only word I can think of to him with the complications and side effects that not complications, but side effects that he had, um, right off the bat, the, as soon as he got the chemo, his eyes started hurting him horribly. So he dealt with that. 
they were giving him steroids right off the bat to try to ward off some of these these side effects and this the they call it roid rage up there especially with the kids oh my goodness like i I got kicked out of the room (laughs) he was mad all the time um and his the chemo that they gave him this time made him look like he had a horrible sunburn on his face it was so bad Mm. he got blisters and he was just always having a cold washcloth on his face i felt so bad for him he went through a lot of pain with that round yeah so we're at home and we're getting ready to go in for that test so i have the journal from that day and this is now january 31st 2012 bone marrow test day and meeting with the transplant doctor. We arrived at the doctor's office at 9.40 for our 9.30 appointment. Oops. And I put stupid traffic. (laughs) And first they took blood from Aiden to see where his counts were at. His counts were pretty good, higher than last time, which is an awesome sign. White count, uh, I put his white counts, and he didn't need any transfusions. We left Aiden with his laptop in the patient room, and we went to the consultation room to meet with the um, transplant nurse and the new transplant doctor, who were both awesome. And here is what we learned. There are two male donors that have submitted all blood work so far for testing, and everything looks great so far for both. They were surprised that both tests look remarkably Similar. <laughs> we can only wonder if they are brothers. If the last few tests go well for both, then they will choose the younger one. If Aiden's bone marrow is no evidence of disease, then the tentative timeline would be to get admitted on February 13th, which was Carly, Car- which is Carly's birthday. Can you believe that? And start the 10 days of conditioning before transplant. That means giving him chemo and other drugs that will kill all of his cells um, in his bone marrow. The tentative transplant day is February 23rd. Everything is tentative because they have to give these dates to the donor and make sure they work for them too. We learned about the complications that can happen from the different drugs and what meds they will give proactively to offset those side effects. Lungs, liver, and kidneys seem to be the organs they are going to monitor very carefully because of all the fluid and low immune system. The doctor predicts he should engraft sometime around the second or third week of March, and March 9th is my birthday. And when that happens, it means it works. We learn that getting out of the hospital will depend more on just counts. His counts will have to be 500 for three days in a row. And he has to be eating, taking oral pills, walking around, and not needing infusions every day or so. When he does get out, it will be a long road to recovery, to full recovery. We will be at doctor's appointments twice a week for quite a while, and then they slowly start weaning everything back, but it takes a full year. We also learn that the donor does not have Aiden's blood type. But that shouldn't be a problem because they remove the red cells when they get the marrow, so it, will be, so it will let them just transplant the stem cells. Eventually, Aiden will have the donor's blood type. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, so we have the same blood type. All of us have the same well, blood yeah, type. Yeah, we all did. So if the donors was going to be different, then Aiden would have that new blood type. And when they say 
you know, complications. I mean, there's probably too many to list, but, um, you know, they definitely are going to do a lot of uh, pre-treating for this potential um, transplant date. Also, they're looking for <clears throat> the date that the transplant person, because it's only going to be one of the two that we're down to. Right, the donor. The donor. Um, they're going to find out what date they are available and then work backwards those 10 days so they can do the conditioning for those 10 days. Right, right? and the conditioning is giving him so much chemotherapy and drugs, whatever they're using, that just completely wipes out his bone marrow cells, completely wiping them out. Like it's even, it's way more than the chemotherapy treatment he has been getting. And so they try to prepare you for what that, the side effects of that is going to be. But I mean, they told me that, you know, it was just going to, I don't know how they described it, but just your digestive tract, his your, whole digestive yeah, tract from the tip of his tongue, yeah. you know, all the way down was just going to be bad. Yeah. And it, 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 we, <laughs> we, we shouldn't get into it, but it was. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, um, we'll, we'll get to that, that later. later. But mm -hmm. so what what stage are we at right now? So we're trying to get this test, right? This bone marrow test to let us know or the hospital right. know that Aiden is showing no cancer mm -hmm. in his bone marrow. So we can start setting up that date mm -hmm. 10 days before the donor can provide that, that bone marrow to us. Right. So there are these, there's these different phases. So step one, you got to get into remission. You got to get rid of the cancer. Right. Step two is you have to get the bone marrow donor lined up and everything lined up and get those cells to where we're at to do the transplant. Right. And then, well, at, and actually, I think they do more. They called it conditioning when he goes back in for those 10 yeah, days. Yeah, for 10 so, days, they'll condition Yeah, when him. he yeah. goes in, yeah, and then the cells come, and then you hope it takes. That's yeah. when we said engraftment. Yes. That, that means that it's working, and they know his cells are starting to multiply. The new cells are starting to multiply in there. So... I think we're going to have to wait to the next episode to find out if Aiden passed that initial test to get this whole thing started. Right. So let's maybe stop here and we'll start the next episode to find out how his test went. Right. We are waiting for the results and we'll let you know on the next episode. We'll see you then. All right. Bye. Bye.